Welcome back to the Suru's podcast. The last episode, we discussed how many relatives of Mata Damodari passed away upon hearing the news of Mata Damodari's passing. So her sister, Bibi Ramo, passed away, her husband, Saindas, the parents, Narayandas and Deakor, they all passed away. After this, we heard about Baba Gurdataji, who was then taking the family to Kurtarpur and Dawaba with Guru Granth Sahib. Guru Hargobin explicitly told them how to perform uh, rituals of worship to the Granth Sahib. That's how the last chapter ended. Chapter 23 now begins describing how Guru Hargobin then bid farewell to everybody and then traveled back. Guru Hargobin ate and drank before then going outside of Doroli where the army was set up. Guru Hargobin at that point sat amongst his warriors when the time of Sodar Reheras arrived in the evening. When some darkness spread across the sky, Guru Hargobin then went inside his residence there. The entire house was just empty. This is Saindas's house and Bibi Ramo's house. It was like it was brand new, like the people were yet to move in there. Saindas wasn't home, who would have been the first there in front of Guru Hargobin when they got back home. Ramo, who would have been there waving a fan, serving to view the princes, who would have been nearby, she wasn't there. All four of them were nowhere to be seen. One of the three wives had passed away, Mata Dumodri. The other two, leaving back to Kartarpur, were on their way with servants. Every now and then, the grandchildren would have been in this house, running around to hold up. Guru Hargobind would have played with them in great joy. Everybody now was gone. There was nobody left. The house was empty, renounced by everybody. Guru Hargobind looked over and saw Bidichand and spoke with such sadness, saying, look, this is the way of the world. One day it's full, the other empty. Sometimes it's blossoming so green, other times it dries up. Sometimes people are born, other times people die. There are sometimes great meetups, then other times such pain of separation. Sometimes pain, sometimes great peace. Salutation to this world, which never remains in one state or flavor or experience. But a wise one, a gyanni, doesn't get excited, happy in meeting, and doesn't recognize any pain in separation. They understand it's all false. They don't nourish that love. So how would they feel any pain when it goes away? That thing which forever remains in that one essence, they love that, and in their heart it is grasped. These saints are forever greatly peaceful in their heart. My salutations to such a person. I don't desire to stay here anymore. Where Sayandas does not come within my eyesight, who with Ramo would perform such service, forever their mind would remain in you in great love, they are not here anymore. So Bidichand, get ready. Tomorrow morning, we will head out. This is the desire of mine. Bidichand clasped his hands together and replied saying, this world appears like a fog, which is taken across the land by the wind of death in a second, without any resistance is taken away. Those who have your grace though, Guru Hargobind, they recite Murari's name, the Divine's name, the one who destroys the demons. These people obtain great fortune. Otherwise, others get their hands chopped and taken away. They get taken off. No one stays here. So yes, tomorrow morning, let's take off and roam around wherever you desire. Those who pulled us here with their love, that couple is now nowhere to be seen. So Bidichan said this, they ate a little bit before then resting. That next morning, the battle drum sounded off. 
The vicious, powerful warriors woke up. They all bathed, they quickly got ready, they placed their saddle on their horses. Guru Hargobind, he desired war, strapped with the finest weapons and clothing. And when the village folk found out that Guru Hargobind was mobilizing his army, heading out, they all came in great numbers, in great sadness as well. They all clasped their hands together and then they were saying, Sayindas has reached the highest realm. And now you are leaving this village all mounted up, O great king, who will protect us? Who will become close to you and perform our ardas, our supplications to you? That's why we are so sad now thinking about all of this. The ocean of compassion then comforted them, saying, Live here in great bliss and comfort. This is the village where the exalted Baba Gurdataji was born. Worship this area with great faith and recognize also where his mother's funeral rites were performed. You should establish a memorial site there for her, which will be so peace-giving to you. If at any point during your work or if you have any other problem, go there and perform a supplication and ardas there. All your desires in your mind will be fulfilled. If also you encounter any problem or any other trouble, it will be removed. Perform the service, the seva, of other Sikh and saints, sadhus here. Adorn Sikhi and worship the highest divine in your heart. Remember the true name of the divine Satanam and every day recite the Bani, the words of the true Guru. Adorning these teachings in your heart, you will easily live in bliss in this life and the next. Guru Hargavan said this and then requested his horse, placing on his gold saddle on the horse, that horse which was the very house of strength, which over and over again flexed, showed its strength. Its darty eyes were quick and beautiful as a woman's. A servant of the Guru was holding the horse by its reins, but it was difficult for him. It was just so strong and beautiful. It takes the mind away when looking at it. Guru Hargavan got up and saluted this horse in admiration. At that point, he remembered the exalted Guru Nanak Dev Ji. And then he mounted up on the horse. Everybody saw this and everybody bowed down in front of the Guru. When the people then got up and went to one side of Guru Hargavan, Guru Hargavan sped off. The battle drums were sounding off like thunder. There were 3,000 cavalry troops of the Guru, mounted up, strapped with kardak swords and matchlock rifles adorned on their restless bodies. They were making their horses dance, jump, and fly through the air. Some were shooting off their guns as they were riding. They were one stronger than the next, riding in great speed. That village which had taken up the name as Rupa, there Guru Hargubin, understanding them as their beautiful great six, greatly blessed them by going there. Guru Hargubin, the great warrior. Along the way, they all camped up for one night. The second day, as they traveled, they saw the village in some distance. There was the father and son, Sadhu and Rupa, who both of them had the beautiful love of, of the Guru in their mind. They had built beautiful residences there with the desire in their mind that Guru Hargobind would someday come here and reside here. They decorated, plastered these houses greatly. Everybody looking at them were so impressed. They had heard the battle drums from far, and they understood this as Guru Hargobind traveling with his army. Both of them, father and son, ran to obtain the darshan, the divine sight of the Guru. It's as if they received water from all sides. The lotus-like feet of the Guru looked glorious in the stirrups of the horse. They quickly placed their heads on the stirrups. Guru Hargobind asked them if they were well, and they brought Guru Hargobind to their house with such pleasure. The ocean of compassion was shown in the entire village, and they said, please grace us and live here, stay here. Guru Hargobin looked around and said, You've done a great job building here. Then Guru Hargobin rested, laying down on a bed, 
Both of them stayed there, sadhu and rupa, ready to serve. Their mind just blossomed, becoming green in great joy, obtaining the darshan, divine sight of the Guru. They were thinking the Guru coming to our poor house, he is truly the protector of the poor. They had brought such pristine water and weighed fan for the Guru. They washed the lotus-like feet of the Guru before consuming some of this. This is an Amrit ceremony. Towards the Guru, they served him greatly with such love. As they ever increasingly looked with love towards the Guru, then more and more grace was bestowed upon them. In this way, Guru Hargobind stayed here for many days. They pleased the Guru so much in their service. At one point, Guru Hargobind said to Bidhichand, Rupchand is earning such great seva. I am forever bound, tied up by this service. I desire to give them my mind and my body. There's nothing I wouldn't give my servants. I'm telling you the truth. Guru Hargobind said this to Bidhichand and then called over Pai Rupa and sat him close and gave him the title of Manji, the leadership of that area in the Sikh community. Rupa then replied to this plan saying, O Guru Hargobind, I am of a low caste. I am nothing. May some high caste or important, unique person sit there, take charge of that role. I just forever desire to remain in your service. I don't desire anything else, O exalted Guru Hargobind. As a side note here, Bhai Rupa is from the Turkan or the carpenter caste. Guru Hargobind then says, the treasure trove of happiness, he replied hearing this and saying, my master makes the lowest the rulers. In saying this, Guru Hargobind bestowed the leadership, the manji of this area to Pai Rupa, the pinnacle of the Sordi clan. Guru Hargobind placed a ceremonial tikka, a tilak, a ceremonial mark on Rupa's forehead, and then said, Now, whatever you say will come true, like how a sharp sword never gets stuck. In your house, you will give birth to seven sons, and from this, your lineage will expand greatly. Continue the communal kitchen here and obtain great bliss, and only in humility. Without arrogance, will you obtain the fruit of this action? Until your lineage continues this dig, this communal kitchen, only then will you remain in great power. When you do not keep these two practices, the communal kitchen and humility, then you'll just merge back in with the other carpenters. In the performance of the service of the Guru's house, you will liberate your entire lineage. Both father and son heard this and were overjoyed in humility. They served everybody. The mother of Rupa was so happy hearing this as well, who was the daughter of the great Sikh named Akal. It was halfway through the month of Paddo, which is about mid-October to mid-November, when Guru Hargobind resided here in Pai Rupa village in great happiness, liberating countless of his servants, giving them great bliss in this life and the next. This is how chapter 23 ends. Chapter 24 will be the conclusion of the Suraj podcast associated with Guru Hargobind. This is going to speak to the history of Joel the Shah. So that's what we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page.